What's up, y'all? Welcome back to HRT. I'm super, super, super excited this week because for the first time ever, we finally have a trans woman on the podcast. Uh, her name is Ulrich. She is 33. She's been following the podcast for a long time, and I'm so glad that she came to me and told me that she wanted to be on. Um, I just recorded it. Usually, I record these intros before, but it was a great episode, and I'm so excited for you guys to hear her thoughts and stuff because I've only ever had trans guys on the podcast, so I think it was really cool to be able to learn on the opposite side of things and just get some insight on what it's like for them. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited for you guys to see that. Now, if you want to be a guest, I have put a survey in my link tree that you can find in the description below and on my Instagram and TikTok bios. Uh, it's just a few brief questions. Uh, if you answer those, I'll read them and I will ask you if you want to be a guest on HRT. So make that happen. Uh, also, please, please, please give me a follow on TikTok and Instagram. Engage, fucking like, comment. I would really appreciate it. I got to get those freaking numbers up so that I can continue to put out quality content for you guys. Um, but first, before I do that, you have to follow and all that jazz. Uh, and also, you know what I'm going to say, Patreon, subscribe to it. I would appreciate it. And Discord, come be a part of the Discord fam. I am very active on there. Come say hi. There's a lot of people in there that want to be your friend, point blank. Uh, and yeah, that's about it, guys. Let's go talk to the first ever trans woman to be on HRT. Thank you. First of all, I love your accent. I'm, I love it. It's great. I'm obsessed. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. This, it's real. It's real. It's real. <laughs> this is the first time I've had a trans woman on the podcast and the first time that mm-hmm. somebody has not been from America. So this is there's a lot of firsts mm-hmm. in one episode. I'm very excited. Yes. So yes. you were born in France, you said? Yeah, born and raised. I was born over there in oof, 1990, 1990. Uh, which makes me 33 now. <clears throat> nice. And I was born and raised in a quaint little town called Nancy, which I think you might <laughs> call Nancy. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's you know, it was nice. It was nice while it lasted. Then I realized that the world is so much bigger than that. And uh, yeah, I think it was it was time for me to like move out of this country and explore uh, the rest of the world and myself. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's pretty much that. And how old were you when you moved out of France? 26. I moved uh, here in, yeah, I'm in Montreal in Canada. And I moved here in July 2016. So yeah, oh, okay. 25, almost 26. And uh, yeah, been living here ever since. Do not intend on living anywhere else, but more specifically, definitely not going back to France. <laughs> How was France uh, when it came to when it came, comes to trans people? Because I have no idea what it's like over there. Huh. it's not good (laughs) (laughs) it's not good it's uh i mean it's 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 europe so it's quite um it's it's a bit slow in terms of like 
things changing, at least legally and, 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 and out, of, out in the open. What I mean by that is, of course, there are plenty of queer trans people <clears throat> you know, in France and in Europe, and and uh, the only issue is the fact that uh, we are not really acknowledged, or at least not really taken seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, the only time that I see any news about me or about trans people in general, it's always something very negative. It's always a controversy. It's always some fear mongering, you know, mm. and. Um, that's pretty much the vibe in France. I don't want to say that everything's perfect here in Canada. It's better, mm. but it's not the best for sure. Um, I don't know, just the simple fact that the prime minister here just says a few words during Pride, <laughs> at least acknowledges us, mm-hmm. and the fact that I cannot even think of one single president in France who ever acknowledged you know, queer people during Pride, I'm like, Okay, we need to work right. on that a lot. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I mean, here in America, we're just starting to get acknowledged. So, I mean. Yeah, let's, yeah. <laughs> let's not even start there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love, love the country, by the way, but, you know. Yeah. yeah <laughs> definitely not it. No, but nowhere is safe, honestly. It's just what it comes down to. Nowhere is safe. <laughs> not enough. Yeah. Not enough. Yeah. Not safe enough to be like, okay, yeah, we can safely live here and not even worry about yeah. it. I don't think there's a single place out there. But hey, working on that. Yeah. The only way to go is up, right? Hopefully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in France, do they just like, you just don't hear anything about trans people in the media? Or like, is it? Uh, I mean, you do. Uh, we did very recently. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, 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 most rec- the most recent thing that I can think of is... Um, <laughs> And that's the, the I, I think it's the most terrible thing being trans is that you see things coming in a way. Mm-hmm. I saw a tweet or an X, whatever you call it now, <laughs> circling around in France and like in, in French Twitter. And, and it was like a, a Google review of a gynecologist who very outspokenly was like replying to a trans woman commenting, that she did not receive good care, mm-hmm. you know, in that, in that, in that, um, right. doctor's office, whatever. And, uh, <laughs> and the problem is that his reply was basically that he's a gynecologist and that, uh, he thus takes care of, um, women. Mm. If you know, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and I saw that and I was like, oh, it's gonna, it's gonna make news mm-hmm. back there and it's gonna make the, the, the worst news possible. Oh, yeah. And of course it did. Of course it did. Um, it, it, it just created some even more debate on, 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 on nothing. Cause basically it's just like misinformation and, and, and an indication and, and, and just like, yeah, just, just a way for a certain side of the political spectrum to garner some, yep votes right. let's say oh yeah and uh and and, and it's uh, it's it's becoming more and more tiring and and tired yeah <laughs> no been there done that <laughs> and uh it's it's like can we just can we just live yeah. you know mm-hmm. so that's pretty much the feeling i have with friends um i kind of like made it clear to my 
closest friends and like the people that I still have in France that are close to me that I don't plan on going back there, not just to like go back to live there, but even like for visiting, like come see me, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not putting myself in any kind of stressful or, you know, an easy position going back to France. Cause I wouldn't, for instance, I wouldn't feel comfortable walking around on the streets, even in Paris, supposedly so open-minded and all. I wouldn't feel comfortable being myself there. So, yeah. Is that like a big reason why you moved is because of, you know, how awful it is for trans people? Uh, it's actually not, uh, but it's the main reason why I'm not going back, <laughs> most certainly. Okay. Uh, it, it, it was, I moved here pre-transition, free gotcha. a lot of things. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, it was mainly for professional reasons, I would say. Mm. Um, but once I got here and realized, if, you know, a certain amount of things mm -hmm. about myself, I was like, oh, yeah, no, we're not going back. <laughs> <laughs> there is no going back. And again, not to say that this is perfect, safe haven, whatever, but it's a big city and it's Montreal. And yeah. it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it, it feels right mm -hmm. at this time right. in my life to be here, for sure. A lot of people in Canada speak French, right? Or am I wrong about that? Well, I mean, it depends on where you are. It's a big country, right. <laughs> which I, which I discovered how big it is actually living here. I'm like, you know, I could just uh, go for a quick weekend in Vancouver when I live in Montreal. When in fact, it's like, no, you can't just drive there. Um, European, you know, jumping out. Uh, but uh, a lot of people, no, I would say like, well, most people in Quebec for sure. Uh, we do have to translate everything throughout the country, mm -hmm. uh, from coast to coast, but I'm not sure that if you're going like to BC that you're going to find a lot of French speaking mm -hmm. people, but, um, yeah, around here, it's not a problem. How did you sure. learn how to speak English? Cause you're very good at it. Thank you very much. I just liked it, <laughs> uh, growing up, uh, in high school, that was kind of like my main, like my like my main strength, mm -hmm. the, the, the thing that I liked studying the most and then went to university and was like, well, what can I do with that? Hey, let's keep on studying it. And uh, eventually I um, became a teacher. I got a master's degree in teaching English okay. and taught in, <laughs> well, <laughs> it did slay for a couple of years and then it was uh, no slay at all, <laughs> no <more laughs> for slay. sure. Cause no, no more slay, no more. Cause uh, I realized that not only did I have to prepare lessons, I also had to be in front of um, students um, and children mm -hmm. and no, let's not, mm. let's not do that. This is definitely not my comfort zone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just like speaking English. That's all. <laughs> so yeah, I was kind of like, Hey, what can I do with a English, English teaching degree in France? Mm. Basically nothing besides teaching. So let's move, mm. let's move somewhere else where I can use English and French and find something else. Nice. So yeah. Ooh, I like that. Um, mm -hmm. now I want to ask about hormones and I'm excited mm -hmm. to talk about this because again, I've only ever had trans guys on, so mm -hmm. I've only ever talked about testosterone. I've never talked about estrogen before. So I'm very curious. And we will not talk about testosterone <laughs> here because <laughs> she's gone, girl. She's, she's like, 
Period. <laughs> it's the only time I want to hear that from my guest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so are you on estrogen? I am. Actually, I just celebrated my one-year anniversary uh, of HRT. Let's go. Last Tuesday. Let's go. Congratulations. Let's celebrate that. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's okay. That's trans joy right Period. here. You know, that's euphoria Period. that I love. Um, so yeah, I've been on hormones for a year, estrogen and testosterone blockers. Okay. Slay. Can't relate. I know. But, <laughs> yeah, for me, it's like, not that there were like a lot to begin with, like, when I tell you that I had basically the level of testosterone of a, I don't know, five-year-old kid, mm -hmm. you know, right. I'm like, oh <laughs> yeah, I was meant to not be, but more Check this, out, check out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> so yeah, uh, it's been one year and uh, love that. Uh, can wait for year two and three and four. Now, are you on injections or no? No. Wow. However, I am interested in doing that for many reasons. Uh, but I'm, well, estrogen is, from what I gather, more commonly being taken orally, mm -hmm. like with um, pills and all that, yeah. um, in terms of dosages and all that. Mm -hmm. I am taking eight milligrams a day. Um, milligrams is actually the weight of things, you know, compared to milliliters, which is volume of liquids. Because I figure that you had some issues with that <laughs> in the most recent podcast. I've had a few, And lucky yeah. for you, I'm European. We don't use like imperial shit like that, <laughs> okay, you know, so. like like cups and, 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 and whatever. Mm. No, no, no. It's grams, milligrams, kilograms whatever grams mm. and liters so yeah basically yeah it's uh, eight milligrams a day so two pills the morning two pills in at night oh, so which is day. basically the maximum amount of yeah yeah and it's like the the maximum of maximum amount of uh dosage which is not why i want to move on to <clears throat> injections mm. it's more out of convenience because mm -hmm. You don't have to do it every day <laughs> and right. i tend to forget about my pills when i have to take them twice a day so you know <laughs> never thought about that. and um hmm. yeah and uh yeah i don't know it's 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 just yeah it's really more out of convenience for me uh however after doing a bit of research i realized that it might be i would say uh not more expensive, but less well covered, apparently, by insurances and all yeah. that compared to estrogen in, in, in pill form. Okay. And um, also, um, yeah, basically, that the, the, the coverage is, is, is a question that I'm going to ask my doctor when I see her next month to talk about that. And uh, yeah, I wonder how the pill dosage measures out to the injection dosage. Like you said, so you're getting eight milligrams a day, you said? Yeah. Okay. Can't do math, so I don't Every know. day. But. <laughs> well, I mean, eight times seven is something that I cannot <laughs> math, but, you know, I'm sure it's 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 it's, it's like numbers. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure that it's <laughs> less than, than. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, I, I feel like, like testosterone dos uh, dosage is, is much, much higher than, than estrogen, but also 
being injection is also much less frequent. Right. So um, estrogen in, in injection, sorry, is uh, is also much higher dosage, but also it's like either weekly or biweekly, mm. um, either sub Q or intramuscular. So mm. I don't know which one I'm gonna get as of now, but uh, I will be sure to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I've heard it hurts. Oh, it hurts like much a more bitch. Than it hurts like a bitch. I know. Mm. <laughs> now, are you scared? of shots do you think you'll have shot anxiety at all oh no no you got no no i'm actually quite yeah i actually kind of want to how i kind of want to know how to do it because hey one more skill (laughs) but also uh you know when when i get a blood blood draw or like you know blood panel and all that i just like to look at it really because i don't know it it makes it yeah yeah i don't like to not look at it i'm like just show me what you're doing to my arm um So yeah, not that I enjoy it, but I like to visualize it. So, you know, it's, it's, wow. I think it's going to be okay if I pursue. <laughs> to hell with that. I <laughs> do not look at it. <laughs> Fuck that. Uh-uh. I mean, like, I mean, no, yeah, every yeah. time I'm there getting it done, I'm like, I should look at it because I inject myself every two weeks. So, like, I should be fine with this, but, like especially last time I went, I was like, I'm weirdly nervous right now and I can't look. Mm-hmm. And I like was sitting on TikTok while she was doing it. I was like, I don't mind me. I just have to distract myself right now. I don't know. I think it's like the blood coming out of me freaks me out a little bit, but I get that. Crazy. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. It's not that I enjoy looking at it, but right. I don't know. It makes it like more, eh, I like it better like that. I like to know what's being done to my body, I guess. Mm. <laughs> Right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. A lot of people are like that. So you mm. are not afraid of injections at all. No, I don't think so. But yeah. Now, do you? You said you don't know if you want to do intramuscular or sub Q. Well, it's more that um, apparently both are available for estrogen, and I, so. I guess it's going to depend on what the doctors say and all that. Do I have a preference? Well, again. From what I gather from the podcast, <laughs> sub-Q is not as painful as intramuscular, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Honestly, I really don't know which one I would prefer. Gotcha. gotcha. Look, I think intramuscular is more painful, but mm-hmm. it's like not that bad. It's like a quick pinch and then it's done. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I exaggerated a little bit, but <laughs> I would love to be able to just like do it in the stomach, though. I would love that. I'm I'm mm-hmm, seriously mm-hmm. thinking about changing the sub-Q if that is an option for me. Yeah. I was wondering, actually, like, can, can, can't you change between sub-Q and intramuscular, like, at some point and just, like, ask, hey, I just want to change the way I'm taking it? Like, I don't know. I think so. I uh-huh. haven't asked a doctor, which I should. Okay. But everyone <laughs> that I've talked to, mainly my guests, say that it is possible, like, because why wouldn't it be? kind of yeah but yeah everyone i've talked to mainly my guests have been like there shouldn't be a reason why you can't switch to sub q i'm just i don't know and i this isn't like correct but it's just like a weird thing in my mind that like intramuscular i has to me always been like you see the changes faster and Mm. like 
more intensely where sub Q is more gradual, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think someone Mm -hmm. told me that early in my transition and I haven't been able to get it out of my mind, but I feel like I'm at a place now where I don't give a shit anymore. I just want it to (laughs) stop hurting so much. (laughs) And that's very fair. That's very fair. I I think, you know, those, those things, they, they do follow us. Um, for some reason, I, I guess at some point I heard that, oh, injection is like, yeah, maybe like stronger than, than pills. And I was like, oh, I need to get on injections because I want to like, to really work, you know, like faster right. or like stronger, or like be more, yeah, be more feminine, faster and and more obvious. I, I don't know. And and when in fact, when you look at the numbers or whatever, it's, it's, it, it's just a different way of taking it. Yes, it's going to be like right. a bigger shot, because it is a shot, uh, but it's also going to be more fluctuation. You know, it's going to go down lower than than when you keep a more regular level with uh, with uh, estrogen in pills, for instance. So, mm, right now, do you notice like a change in your mood since you're taking it every day, or no? Oh yes, especially in the beginning was a uh, well. I mean. <laughs> I've always cried quite easily, but let me tell you that those first three months of estrogens were a mess in terms no of way. mood swings and be like, oh my God, look at that cute bird on the, on the, on the balcony. And then it's like, but like his feathers are also ruffled and I'm so sad about it. Like, it's like, can you just like, can you chill girl? Like, it's, oh it's, it's exhausting. Uh, it's better now. <laughs> It is definitely better now, but uh, yeah, sometimes the most minute thing is going to be like overwhelming for no reason at all. So yeah, I don't have the problem of like, I wish I could cry, but I can't. It's like, I wish I could not cry right now, but I can't help it. (laughs) So crying is easier for you now. Yeah. Well, yeah, again, again, never been hard, but definitely Mm. much easier than it ever was. Um, yeah, what's and also, like? like, maybe, oh, sorry, Shit. No, you're kidding. Oh, yeah, I'm just like, what's like, that yeah. like? Because I can't cry. <laughs> it's uh, well, it, 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 it's very expensive in, in, in terms of tissues, but uh, <laughs> besides that, it's you know, it's, it's fun, love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, funny. So, you could cry easily where I can't cry at all. Do you have any other like weird things that estrogen has given you? Like I can't cry and I'm always hungry. Do you have any others? I'm not necessarily super hungry. I, <sighs> yeah. Well, besides the mood swings and, and being like more sensitive to pretty much everything, which again, mm-hmm. not a huge difference from before. I would say like physically the changes are more, obvious than 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 emotionally but yeah Mm. maybe a a a bit of a harder time to access my (laughs) anger or stuff like that and allow myself to do it it's more like no just like keep it down and don't 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 burst out um being like anger like shouting not that i was again (laughs) yeah it was very much like uh um you know someone like that but yeah. Wow. So it really yeah, is was, like I, the complete yeah. opposite. Cause like I, know. I get angry that's crazy. easier yeah. now. That's crazy. Oh wow. 
No. It's very refreshing. I'm too busy crying. <laughs> <laughs> it's very refreshing hearing things from the other side. Mm-hmm. It really does sound like it's the polar opposite. That's interesting. Now, do you think your mood swings, are they like, you said you had the mood, your, your mood swings more when you started HRT, right? Yeah. Yeah. Got you. And then have they like leveled out at all, do you think? Sort of. Either that or I manage them better now after a year of roller coaster. Um, yeah. I think it, it's it's probably half and half, you know, the levels are evening out and, and, and I'm more able gotcha. to like, oh, okay, no, I know, I know myself more mm. in right. those um, circumstances for sure. Now, since you were taking it every day, mm-hmm. you take the pills twice a day. Cause mm-hmm. like I always took the injections. So it was always, you know, two weeks. It was really the first, the first time it was like my hormones were all over the place in the beginning and then they slowly come down. But since you're taking a pill every day, did you notice like your mood swings were, worse like in the morning or at night or were you, was it just always like chaotic all the time <laughs> <laughs> i would say it's more of a of a uh, chaotic all the time situation um yeah i think that's the big difference between between not so much estrogen versus testosterone but more like injections versus pills every day it's i don't have time to go down too low or go up to high if that makes sense uh mm-hmm. it's kind of like the same level we just like increase decrease and see what's working um gotcha. but now that i'm like literally reaching i guess again correct me people in the chat whatever <laughs> if i'm wrong but i think i'm the, i have like the maximum amount of uh, estrogen um which i'm also mm-hmm. taking sublingually because it makes it even stronger but now i'm like okay i cannot do more than this <laughs> so yeah i guess it's like more constant uh and i i think it, it it's mainly due to the fact that with testosterone and inject injection sorry you would be more sensitive to mood swings like mm-hmm. right after you take your shot i guess or right. or or yeah. if it's been a while that you haven't and, and you notice that oh yeah usually i don't react like that so mm-hmm. but for me it's a bit more constant now now have you are, is there a reason why you didn't start on injections? Was that by choice or no? Mm, no, it was mainly the fact that it's the most common and obvious way of taking it, I would say. Um, Do most trans women start on, on the pills or no? I have, cause I have no idea. Yeah, well, there are, there are circumstances or, 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 you know, situations in which you would not. Like, for instance... Um, pills are not the best with um, blood clots. They tend to be, they, they tend to make you more, more, more prone to get blood clots in your mm-hmm. arteries and all that. Uh, especially mm-hmm. if you start uh, after 35, which, <laughs> which is <laughs> one of the other reasons why I want to switch you out, uh, to um, mm-hmm. injections, which is apparently right. more likely to be, you know, a problem uh but it's also the fact that women well cis women compared to cis men are more prone to blood clots apparently so increasing right. the estrogen level of course is gonna increase your risk of blood oh, clots. Yeah, but um sense. yeah yeah 
mm. I guess. Mm. And um, yeah, so that's, that would be the, the, the most common way to take estrogen for trans women. The other one would be probably gel or like, you know, patches and dermal thing. <laughs> uh but yeah i i'd say the i'd say that injections are actually the least common for trans women to take I didn't but of course that. i That's do love the road less travel by so <laughs> <laughs> now you said you do want to start injections at some point do you have like a plan for that or no like you are on track to start it soon well i mean i i want to talk about it with my doctor next month uh for my one year visit <clears throat> and talk to her a, uh, about that um, and about other things, you know, the next steps in terms of uh, transition, which I think are important. Um, mm. But yeah, I wanted to give myself at least a year of just just hormones um, nice. before, you know, see, okay, what's next? What, what do I want? What do I feel comfortable getting or not getting mm. now that it's been a year? Got you. Now, are you comfortable sharing what's next in your medical transition? Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you want surgeries or no? I do. Uh, not a lot for now. <clears throat> I think that the main one and the, 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 the one, it's not, it's not really the main one, actually. It's more like the, the one that I know I will get cause I've been thinking about it for a long time is, uh, <clears throat> archaeectomy, which is <clears throat> the removal of the testes. Uh, because sure. of many reasons, uh, number one, I will not have to take uh, testosterone blockers after that, <laughs> which mm. is convenient, yeah. you know, cutting the <laughs> cutting the the amount of uh, of medicine to take. So that's good. Uh, mm. Because side note, <laughs> testosterone blockers are also, at least for me and for many trans women, uh, diuretics. And I'm tired of going to the bathroom every 15 minutes. Okay. So can we just, no, let's not do that. I never knew that. Wow. I don't know why. I think it has to do with like potassium levels and all that. And it's, it's, Mm. no, no, let's let's not. So this uh, is definitely something that I want to do. And I want to talk to the, to my doctor about that. Um, And also for more, I would say aesthetic reasons. Um, Mm. Let's just say that uh, tucking is easier when you have less to tuck. <laughs> so, yes. That makes sense. That checks out. <laughs> uh, for the rest, I don't plan on doing for now. Again, it's, it's a journey. So mm-hmm. uh, as of now, I don't plan on doing anything else. I might change my mind. I'm always, you know, checking in and see, okay, mm-hmm. how we're feeling with the body and with the with everything um but yeah so healthy, as of now yeah. that would be yeah. oh, we try we try we have to <laughs> that's awesome now now just talk about the testosterone blockers really quick do you how often mm-hmm. do you take those every day once a day, every day. it's two pills and i i will not tell you about the uh the, the dosage because i do not remember it uh <laughs> but it's uh the name is called spironolactin and uh it's like the most common testosterone blocker i would say uh apparently so yeah it's like two pills in the morning and that's it 
is that common for trans women to take testosterone blockers and estrogen at the start of their medical uh, transitions? Yeah, yeah. I would say like the three main things are, um, well, the main one is estrogen. The second one would be testosterone blockers. And the third one, not everyone does. I don't. I still don't really know what they do. It's uh, progesterone. Um, but... Mm. It apparently really depends on the doctor that you find and, and, and what they think you should get yeah. and what it's going to do to you and how it's going to help you with that. But apparently it's not really conclusive in terms of like relevance, I would say. Again, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, yeah, that's what I gather. Sweet. Cool. Mm -hmm. um, I do want to ask you, because you said before you didn't come out as trans until you moved to Canada, right? Mm -hmm. How long ago was that? That I moved or that I came out? Both. <laughs> I moved here in 2016, July, and I came out as trans. I think it was 2021, so like two years ago bit more than that with like friends here and by come out i mean like hey can we like dabble into they them pronouns that was like the first like okay let's try something else mm. um yeah took a uh, took a bit of time it was mm. it was it, it, it was a lot of circumstances i was fresh out of a long-term relationship and I was by myself for the first time in a country that was not the one that I used to grow up in. So it was a mm -hmm. lot of um, soul searching and self-reflection. Oh, and also that little thing called COVID, you know, mm, and uh, ask, being, yeah. you know, being stuck at home and all that. And it's like, hmm, what can I do to pass the time? Let me ask myself about my gender. <laughs> And uh, like I said, I came out of it with a hormone prescription and uh, acrylics. And uh, I gave up on acrylics, of course, because girl. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, still still on hormones. <laughs> That's awesome. I think a lot of people came out of the the pandemic yes. with yes. gender. <laughs> and that's good. I mean, I don't see it because I feel like or I fear that a lot of people are like, ah, oh, see, that's such a fad. That's such like, uh, you know, people don't know what to do anymore. So they want to feel like, I don't know, interesting or relevant, or I don't even know those blue haired liberals. It's like, girl, like we just had no other choice but to ponder and soul search and be like, right. hey, I actually want to be happy once yeah. we go back to normal, whatever that is. And yeah, so let's and be trans. <laughs> You're right. And it's not that everyone wants to be trendy oh, or no. a new fad. It's how For about sure. you take a second and think about that there's just more trans people in the world than you think. Like, there's just a lot of people who question I don't know. We're just like, you know, we're just spitballing here, you know. <laughs> just an idea. Hmm. Um, so in 2021, you came out as trans to mm -hmm. what, like family and close friends? Or... Uh, that would have been, I think back then it was just close friends here and in France as well. Um, I have like a couple of very close friends back there who are still living in France. Uh, family, it took a bit longer. We had to have a, um, <laughs> a long-term disability leave from work 
to just, you know, really gather thoughts and feelings and be like, mom, I'm really not feeling well. And eventually I was like, maybe I'm actually a woman. And, uh, <laughs> but it, I'm better now, you know, being a woman is actually, mm-hmm. was actually the answer. Uh, so that's when I did come, come out, sorry, to my parents. And that would have been last summer, I think. Just very, okay. very, very, um, like a short amount of time, of time before I started HRT and all that. It was like, hey, okay. I'm coming out. By the way, I have an appointment in two days and I'm doing this. So, yeah. That's exactly how I came out to my dad too. I was like, by the way, if this is happening, I don't care how you feel about it. I mean, you can be there for it or you can not, but I mean, yep. it's still happening. <laughs> and can I ask how your family took that? Uh, well, they, uh, they took it. That's for sure. Now, how they took it is a very good question. Uh, I would say that my uh, overall, they took it well. Well, I mean, honestly, I generally don't care if they take it well or bad. I they they did take it and they acknowledged it, but after mm-hmm. a year, I'm still hearing way too many, you know, misgendering and but not out of. Um, not in a uh, spiteful way or like 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 being mean towards me or whatever you know it's more like mm-hmm. i guess force of habit or right you know so i'm trying to mm-hmm. be lenient and be okay let's give them time but it's been a year that i'm on hormones and that you know we've established the situation so i'm like right. can we make an effort so that's my 2024 you know uh vision board is to be more assertive with my close family uh overall they're nice they're okay with that my brother is i would say the okayest because he's basically like okay and <laughs> like do you have anything more important to tell me than that <laughs> that's pretty much his attitude towards me at all times so i'm like okay we're good uh but yeah my mom is 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 yeah we talk about it she tries some like the other day she she was watching the new um the new season of uh, sex education and she mm-hmm. called me and she was like okay what's exactly non-binary and i'm like <laughs> okay mom so non-binary is she's like, oh okay but that's that's okay that's different from asexual right and i'm like yes it's different because you know you have gender and sexual and i'm like right. oh, for, first of all that's like very endearing and i love it but also i'm like oh, that's <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> I really like it that yeah, you ask like, those questions. Yeah, asking questions is important. I feel like mm-hmm. the fact that she is asking you questions is a good sign that she wants to like learn and you know be respectful. Mm-hmm. That's that mm-hmm. that's awesome. Absolutely. Um. So your family has taken it mm-hmm. pretty well. Yeah. Nice. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. Overall, okay. My dad is just like. <laughs> my dad is very like. If we don't talk about it, it's okay. So it's not like we don't acknowledge it. It's, it's more like if I don't speak or move or breathe, <laughs> it's gonna go away, right? I'm like, Dad, you can also feel uncomfortable. You know, it's part mm-hmm. of life. You don't have to mm-hmm. be comfortable all the time. So, yep, that's it's a work in progress. I think it's gonna change. Yeah, I think it's gonna it's gonna change a lot the first time that uh, they both see me in person because that's also a big thing we haven't met in the flesh right. <laughs> uh, as I one was would say, say. Uh, ever since yeah yeah, yeah. 
I do feel distance. like once once they start to see the physical changes, like it, it becomes yep. easier for them. Because I remember it took it took my parents about a year to to start to actually remember to refer to me as he but as soon as i started testosterone and like had hair on my face it got pretty easy for them which is like sad honestly if you think about it like i don't i shouldn't have to medically transition for you to respect my pronouns but it's fine (laughs) i i i feel you it's it's like oh that's what it took for you to acknowledge what i've been telling you for much longer like Mm -hmm. can you can't you just Trust me, believe me, have faith in what I'm telling you. That is exactly what is happening physically, but you needed the physical proof for it. Like, I don't know. It's exactly. it's a bit disheartening. Yeah, it is. At it times. Is. I do agree. Um, now, can I ask you, when did you know you were trans? How long did you know you were trans before you came out? I did, but I had to understand it. In the sense that uh, it's like once I finally was like, okay, let's let's cut the crap and like you're not just interested in fighting for trans rights because you know those people are like so um, under attack, you know, and it, it, someone needs to speak up for them. And 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 mama, no, you're you're, you're thinking about yourself, okay? You you feel this. Uh, concerned because you are concerned by it. <laughs> you know, it's mm-hmm. your people. So it's more a matter of once you are like, oh, okay, yes, I am trans. It's like, now let's circle back. Let's <laughs> look in the rear view mirror and, okay, yeah. Now that makes <laughs> sense. Now I understand why I was like this when I was four, five, six, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, did I have the words for it? Absolutely not. Did I have an inkling that this could be possible not really but i think Mm. it's also because and i don't know if it's france or if it's the 90s slash early 2000s but in terms of positive representation of trans people especially trans women well i mean we we're lucky enough to have a lot of representation compared to trans men Problem is, uh, I did not plan on becoming a sex worker or uh, or to die at a very young age, you know, which mm-hmm. sadly still does happen. Not the sex work part, because, you know, mm. you do you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it's more like the, uh, oh, that's the only way that I'm being perceived. So back then when mm. you were, again, yeah, like five, eight, ten, it's like, so that's all they are? Like there's mm-hmm. nothing else. So, oh, that's not me then, you know? Right. So, it's, Wow. I actually, I feel like I haven't thought enough about how the, like the thought process goes for trans women when they come out compared to trans men, because for the most part, for trans men, like when I thought about being trans before I came out, it was like, I don't know, trans men aren't seen as much, which is a blessing and a curse because Mm -hmm. trans women get it much harder. But Mm -hmm. it wasn't like, I guess, I I don't know. I didn't understand how how even hard it could be because you don't see trans women. women, I mean, you don't see trans men in like the public eye, but when people think about trans trans people, they automatically think about trans women. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I see it as like the trans 
trans women are like the face of trans people to the public eye, if that makes sense. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Not because because it's a bad thing, but because it's right. not actually trans women. It's more, you know, a man in a wig that is the face right. of trans mm -hmm. people. And I'm like, okay, no. Mm -mm, right, not. and because, because they're the face of the trans community, they're the first ones to get all of the hate and all of the bad stuff that comes with it, which is fucking horrible. And I guess, like, what I'm saying is I don't know if I would have had the balls if, you know, the roles were reversed and I was coming out as a trans woman. I don't know if I would have the balls to, like, think about all of that and still come out. Like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I could go on all day about how trans women have it harder. Well, you know, well, I, 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 I do have them, uh, not for long, hopefully, uh, the balls, uh, that is, but <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I think that was, was really just so, so depressing about, about how we are being perceived and, and how trans men and trans women are perceived differently in, in the media, but even in the news and all that, like, I, you know, like recently there was this, this thing in, in, in France with like the, 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 that gynecologist who refused a trans woman and be like, oh, well, I need, uh, oh, not I need, but I'm, I'm taking care of, you know, women and all that. And the only thing mm -hmm. that I could think of is you would never, ever take care of my boyfriend mm -hmm. if he were to come see you as someone with the right lady parts. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's just so hypocritical and, 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 um, you know, it's, uh, it's frustrating also. It's like, you don't really right. care about, uh, about trans people or women for that matters, because you just don't want to feel uncomfortable or, or just, right. ugh, anyways, yeah. It's, it's projection because it's not, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're saying that, you know, that gynecologist, for example, is saying that he only works with women and mm -hmm. in that sense he should be seeing trans men as women but he wouldn't see a trans man either so he's no, just of course transphobic he would not. at the end of the day like <laughs> exactly and, and like you said like uh we we're badly represented but at least we are represented at no point in that situation where the was the the condition of trans guys even discussed you know it was just right. like Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm taking care of, of women. You're not a real woman. At no point was there the question, okay, but what about trans men? Are you going to take care and like receive a trans man in your office and, and, and provide healthcare, uh, since they're the right, you know, parts for you, apparently it's, yeah. Hell no, they wouldn't. Hell no. Of course not. Of course not. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like it's, it's hard and we're going to go, we're going to dive deeper into this topic but let's let's go it's 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 just what side obviously it's not a choice so you wouldn't be choosing no one would choose but like i don't know trans men aren't represent aren't don't have enough representation to, at all but would we rather have no representation or have more representation but have to go what with have to go i'm stumbling over my fucking words today my bad so sorry um, but would we rather sorry. be on the opposite side and i would say hell no i would not i couldn't do it 
I yeah, I agree with you. It's uh, I I think that both trans men and trans women, we don't need nor do we want more representation or less representation. We just want better yeah. representation or yeah. hell, we just want accurate representation. Right. You know. Yeah. Uh huh. And that's especially... wild concept. Let 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 us talk about our stories. You know, mm -hmm. I know it's crazy, but mm -hmm. yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's everything you see on the news obviously i don't know it's always about trans women because unfortunately i think it's easier for trans men to pass quicker when they start hormones Very so everything you see in the media is mostly about trans women because that's just what everything everybody sees because it's easier for trans men to slide you know slide under mm. under the radar a bit more mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. that's fucked up that's fucked up because <laughs> yes, if you're is. gonna if you're gonna hate us you should hate all of us you know what i mean yes please uh, let's at least be equal in in hatred but before we dive a little bit deeper into that sure i'm very passionate about that so i got a little sidetracked there but um have you what was your childhood like did you know oh, something boy. was okay. off? <laughs> I know, big question. Let me narrow it down a little bit. Well, when like, I was four, I started wearing my mother's heels, and I just knew it was right. <laughs> uh, no, actually, I was very frustrated because my mom has always had a short haircut and never wore heels. And that, to me, is the main reason why I'm trans now, I think. She might disagree, but I think that's the reason why. Uh, because I was not living my femininity through her. <laughs> no, my childhood was, um, it was all right. You know, it was, uh, it was okay. Like I told you before, before the pod, uh, I've lived most of my teenage years slash young adult life as a gay guy. Cause that's mm. what I thought I was or who I thought mm. I was. Um, but before that. Yeah, regular gay kid who didn't know he was gay, but, you know, knew okay. something was off and boys are really definitely very attractive. <laughs> now it's a bit more complicated because girls are really, really attractive as well. <laughs> so that's, um, that's something else. Uh, mm, but yeah, mm -hmm. mainly childhood was, uh, it was okay. It was all right, you know. Not uneventful, but uh, mm. good. Parents did love me. Uh, family was very accepting once I brought my first boyfriend. Um, very accepting of my brother, who also came out as bi and who's now married to his husband. And oh uh, I know, right? Mm -hmm. My parents <laughs> did something right here. <laughs> but yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, so awesome. yeah, pretty much yeah. I feel like I feel like the, all the trans transphobes in the world are. That's their first question. I feel like when, uh, especially for a trans woman, say I'm trans, blah blah blah. Okay, how was your childhood? Was your father there? Did you have a father figure to look up to? I mean, yeah, okay. We, if we want to, like, yeah, sure. My mom was very present in my life. Yes, it's true. And my dad was not the most affectionate person in the world. Sure. <laughs> Is that what makes me trans? 
I don't think so. Because okay, but like neither was, was mine. So many... Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> like neither was mine, and I'm a man now. So like, make that make sense. <laughs> like, that so has nothing to do with <laughs> Something went wrong. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's just yeah. Of course, it's the most obvious and cliche way to try to understand or justify. But no, I mean, yeah, sure, of course, I do right. check the boxes. <laughs> yeah. And then what? Yeah. So does my brother. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't see him wearing a dress or eyeliner, you know. Right. And everything is just narrowed down to what you were born, like how you were raised and whatnot, and not your actual Mm -hmm. feelings, as if people could actually have feelings and know how to cope with them. Wow. Crazy. Crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Another question that I Mm -hmm. always ask my guests is. Did you have anybody to look up to through your transition, like a celebrity or on social media or anything? Who's trans? Uh, not exactly. Uh, growing up or growing older, I would say, because like growing up, it, to me, I think childhood, I virtually know no one to look up to in terms of trans identity. Uh, especially in France, you know, it's yeah. uh, definitely nothing really, or at least nothing very healthy, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Then, yeah, sure, some figures before I transitioned, uh, and I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. Hey, Caitlyn Jenner. Well, you know, mm-hmm. a few years have passed, and, uh... <laughs> 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 you know, <laughs> lovely oh, yeah. gal. Love her. <laughs> She's the best, isn't she? <laughs> oh, love her. Uh, but you know, stay away from me <laughs> and, and yeah, my people right. <laughs> and my rights. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's it's mostly that you know, very famous figure. Uh, I remember uh, Laverne Cox. That was hot. That was that was mm-hmm. great. Seeing her mm-hmm. uh, in the cover of Time magazine was 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 hot for sure. Uh, but even then I was like, oh, that's cool. That's like so great for trans women whom I'm right. definitely not one of, you know, nothing uh, to do with me. I'm just like so <laughs> supportive. <laughs> See, like that's but, yeah. crazy to me. And this is the first time that I'm actually thinking about it. Cause I'm sure there's been other guests that I have that like knew about trans people and everything before they came out. But I found out about trans people and then immediately realized I was trans. Like, well, I guess mm. I knew there's this kid on Instagram. I was talking about him many times, Hunter. I think he's HK Hunter on mm. on Instagram. Um, I looked up to him for a long time, even before he was trans. And then he came out as trans. And I was always like, wow, that's really fucking cool. I love that. And I didn't know why I liked that so much mm. or why I was obsessed with him. But I there wasn't much like – he was the only trans guy I knew. Mm. Like the only one. And – I don't think like the news was really talking about trans people yet. Like I'm sure here and there, but not half as much as like now. Mm-hmm. And I do think it started, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it started, you know, trans people started popping up in the media hell of a lot more during the pandemic, I think, or maybe like in the midst of it, maybe right before, I don't know. But I feel like that was the time where it started to, we started to be seen and not in the mm-hmm. best light. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I think, and this is just something, this just came to my head, but, like, I think that if I 
came out like right now as trans, I think I would have had like the exact same experience. I've been like, I'm definitely not that, but I love that so much for them. <laughs> like, that's great for them. <laughs> like, oh my God, good for you. Wow. Yeah. Like, it just wish I could relate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Because that's exactly what happened with me with like gay people. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, yes, I'm not gay, but gay pride. <laughs> I mean, how many, how many am I gay tests did I need to take to understand that I, you know, I also <laughs> can crush for, for guys. And I mean, same thing with, it, it was basically what it felt like during the pandemic. I was like, this is like an ongoing, am I trans test? Because first of all, the answer is yes. But also it's like, how many more videos do I have to watch before I'm like, okay, yeah, no, that's about me. It's not just, yeah, right. you know. But I think it you took me a bit obsession. longer. Yeah, uh, maybe a bit longer for me or or... I had a bit more self-doubt because because of me, you know, like when I came out as gay, I was so scared to say it to the only other gay kid uh, at my school because I was so scared that he would tell me like, but you're not, you know, mm-hmm. as if he knew better who I am. Like he's going to tell me what I'm actually am. Uh, kind of like mm-hmm. the same with trans identity. I was like, I'm going to come out as trans and be like, yeah, I do feel like a woman, whatever that means. Uh, but someone's going to be like, no, you're not, you know, like you think mm. you are, but you're just like pretending for attention or whatever. When in fact, it's like, first of all, who are you? No, I know who I am and I know what I want for my, exactly. for my life and my journey and all that. So, uh, Nobody else knows you better than yourself. And I think at some point, every trans person realizes that, obviously. But, like, through all the hate we get and whatnot, it's like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. At some point when everyone's telling you who you are, it's like, okay, I think I know best, guys. I think I know Mm -hmm. best. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. (laughs) Um, Let's see here. Uh, My next question that i always ask everybody and nobody ever really has an answer to it which i get but i'm gonna ask it anyway is gender mm-hmm. dysphoria do you have it and how do you cope with it uh kind of the same answer as with um when did you know you were trans and all that it's more like i didn't have any dysphoria until i started transitioning and then I was like, oh, that's mm. why I hate my life. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. <laughs> now I get it. Now I don't want to, you know, jump off the balcony anymore. Uh, and, uh, and it also really helped to understand, uh, I think I mentioned it maybe briefly, a bit of a struggle with alcohol on my side, uh, mm-hmm. especially during those pre-transition years. Mm-hmm. And it took me to come out and start transitioning to understand, oh, yes, I'm actually deliberately trying to destroy the body that I don't like because I don't want to actively destroy. Like, hmm. I jokingly said, like, oh, now I don't want to jump off the balcony. I would never do that. But because (laughs) I would never do that, I'm going to find another way to not be, you know, because being this is just unbearably painful. Um, Mm -hmm. and once I was like, oh, actually, no, it's not, it can be okay. It can be good and can actually be joyful. Then you're like, hmm, then I don't need to drink as much anymore. And I don't need to hate my body anymore. And I don't need to destroy it anymore. I actually need to take care of it. Good care of it because Mm -hmm. I want it to last a bit longer than I wanted to before. 
So Period. dysphoria, yeah, exactly. <laughs> dysphoria, exactly. Like specifically, no, I was never at eleven in the mirror and be like, I wish I was a girl. Mm-hmm. But was I late at night in my bed and be like, you know what? One day I'm gonna wake up and be different. Absolutely, and still waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> but then I realized it's not gonna work like that. It's gonna take a bit more commitment, I would say. There's no reset right. button. I'm at peace mm-hmm. with that now. There's no okay. Let's let's do it over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understood now what I meant by thinking I can just, you know, let's scratch that and 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 do it again. But I'm gonna do it better this time because I'm gonna do it as a girl. Uh, it's Period. never gonna happen. But I can start <laughs> doing it as a woman now. So right. yeah. yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. That's cause I. I think I've said in past episodes that I didn't have gender dysphoria before I came out as trans. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is because I think I've gotten like, oh, does that mean you're not trans then? Like you only were uncomfortable with your body when you were exposed to what trans is. And that's not it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like when I say that I didn't have gender dysphoria, I mean, like I didn't viciously hate my body <laughs> the way I this. understand that I do now. I don't mm-hmm. anymore. But like at the time, I did. You know what I mean? Like I had gender dysphoria. I just didn't know what it was, but I didn't have it in a, in a crazy way. I just wanted to dress like a boy all the time. And I thought I was just a tomboy gender dysphoria. I hated when people called me miss or shit in public. And I didn't know why gender dysphoria. (laughs) Like I wanted to be perceived as a man and didn't know why gender dysphoria. Like, it's not always this crazy thing that people think it is, is all I'm mm-hmm. saying, I guess. I don't know. But absolutely. You for- are, yeah, you're absolutely right. And um, just, just to go back to the, 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 the um, all those little times and those, those many times when you're like, I don't know, I don't, I cannot quite put my finger on it, but I know that something's off, something's like not how it should be or how I want it to be for me to be exactly what I feel. It took me forever to understand that it was actually what dysphoria is. And I think part of that is because the way that it was represented to me was so, um, I don't know, graphically painful in the sense that Oh, you're not really a trans woman if you do not loathe your genitalia with your entire being, for instance, you know, mm-hmm. to the point where you cannot even look at it or touch it or whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm okay with my anatomy. Like, I'm not a huge fan, you know, but mm-hmm. it's okay. Right. We can improve. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, am I, am, I, am, I, am I enough in pain to justify my transness, you know? And that's right. very unhealthy because <laughs> no, you're not too much or not enough in pain. You are just the way you are. And, and if you feel like yeah. this discomfort is alleviated by transitioning, then that's, that's might be the solution. And yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's a ginormous topic. Like, and I, I yep. saw people in, in the discord talking about it uh, the mm-hmm. other day, but and I know I've talked about it in past episodes, but like, I think. Which, that... by the way, join the Discord and Trace. Yeah. Shameless, <laughs> plugs. <laughs> Shameless plugs. I love that. Thank you. Um, but I saw people talking about in the Discord 
if mm-hmm. you need gender dysphoria to be trans. And I've talked about it past episodes, whatever. It doesn't matter what your belief is. We're all trans here, and that's that's just my opinion. But mm-hmm. I do think that people, sometimes people who think that you don't need gender dysphoria to be trans don't quite understand what gender dysphoria is. Mm-hmm. And it's, as you said, like, I don't have to hate my body so with my entire being in order to be trans. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's basically it. It's I just wanted to get that across because I think it's Absolutely. important that, like, mm-hmm. trans doesn't mean hating your body. You know what I mean? No, like, exactly. That that's, yeah. Trans does not Let's, mean we hate ourselves. It actually means exactly. we love ourselves. Okay. Exactly. Let's get into gender euphoria a bit more, you know, instead of Period. gender dysphoria. Mm-hmm. That's 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 a fat statement because trans and gender dysphoria always go hand in hand, but nobody talks about the euphoria that you get from being trans, yes. finally being in the body that you believe exactly. you're in or should have been Whether in. Whether it's like time. huge things like, oh, I finally got, I don't know, surgery or i just got called ma'am in the uh mm-hmm. you know at the bank you know it's like it's it's all the the wide spectrum of, of euphoria of just mm-hmm. feeling validated and and seen i think that's right. the most important thing being feeling seen and and acknowledged as a human being right. and as you and, are as you are and just like dysphoria euphoria comes in many different shapes and sizes as well like exactly from starting testosterone and finally growing a beard to killing a spider for my girlfriend like i killed a spider for my girlfriend (laughs) last night and i was like i'm the toughest man in the entire world like come at me (laughs) i love that absolutely absolutely (laughs) well um yeah that could also be uh for me uh having your boyfriend (laughs) you know just because you're on the wrong side of the 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 sidewalk and just like no i'm gonna just push you over but like holding you by the waist and you're like oh my god yeah are you for real exactly (laughs) (laughs) i love it's not like oh my god it's like a girly thing it's more like just yeah so right it's just like it's right it's exactly right. what i've always wanted and and, and you it should feels feel. perfect exactly right yeah exactly yep. that um so kind of back to what we were talking about before um mm-hmm. i think our topic of the day because so many people want to hear about the differences between trans women and trans men and how we differ and what things we can relate on i did in the discord ask everybody what they wanted to hear this episode since Mm -hmm. you are the first trans woman to be on the podcast and we'll get more into their questions later but i want to hit the first two first because they ask about our first topic which is trans women versus trans men and the first two the first one is from bailey mc17 who is a patron thank you bailey i love you Um, He said, I think it would be interesting to hear what differences there are with the trans experience when it comes to trans men versus trans women and what y'all can relate on. And then also Midnight Thoughts on Discord said, I would like to hear the different experiences that she thinks is similar to trans men or different from trans men because I feel like we don't hear enough about trans women experiences that are either similar or completely different from trans men. And I wanted to say those questions first because our entire topic is about that today. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and there's a lot. There's 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 a good amount of things that are completely different for trans women mm -hmm. compared to trans men. There are similarities for sure. In like, I think all the similarities for the most part come from within and like how we feel about ourselves with gender dysphoria, dysphoria, euphoria, going through the motions and stuff like that. But the when it comes to the outside world, a lot more differences come into play. Like I think right here, I have the, for the first one coming out, I think for all of these, and I'm just going to be straight up. And if there's a trans man out there who disagrees with me, I don't think this is the podcast for you, but I think in all aspects, trans women have it harder. And I think coming out, there is such a standard for men to not show any emotion, not feel anything at all, and just to not have feminine qualities. And like, it's 2023 mm -hmm. now, and that's still a thing. Mm -hmm. So I can't imagine, because like, I guess... Yes, women, for a trans man, women should be girly and, like, fucking abide to all men. But, like, since, I don't know, since trans men are able to slide under the radar a little bit more, uh, obviously trans women get it a lot worse when coming out because, oh, you're a man, you're supposed to be this and you're supposed to be that. You're not supposed to cry. You're not supposed to do any of this. And that's why I think coming out for trans women is a lot harder. But did you have anyone when you came out as trans with that mindset towards you? Um, any, anyone with what mindset? Do you mean like someone who would make me feel like it's harder for me than for a trans guy? No, someone who made you feel like you couldn't be a woman because you were born male and oh, that's not um, how men are supposed to be I, yeah well uh yeah i mean i don't really think of like something very specific i would say like yeah every day when i go out and i can still right. doubt that of the like legitimacy of my presentation and being uh mm. which i do not care about deep down but also you know we're so human so right. it does mm. get to you uh but I think you, you said trans women have it harder than, than trans men. And I tend to agree, but only because I would say that women, period, have it harder than men. Because it's a man's world and, you know, all of that. Yep. Yep. And I think there's also a huge difference in perception between trans men and trans women. And especially in the way that we are vilified. Because uh, if you want to understand why we're being treated differently, you have to understand how bigots perceive us. I, for instance, I am, I know, perceived as a, you know, sexual deviant invading mm. privacy of women's spaces and trying to groom children to recruit in the ongoing war against the cishet patriarch. Well, I don't know. I don't even know. I cannot keep up with mm. their agenda. I wish we had an agenda. Please, if anyone finds the agenda, let me know because <laughs> I cannot find it. <laughs> Turns guys, at least the way that I hear and read uh, are being perceived 
in a very negative life. It's more of like confused, lost mm -hmm. lesbian sisters who really need to be saved from, you know, influences because you cannot possibly have a thought of your own. You know, uh, <laughs> you know, so you're obviously being influenced, possibly by me. Right. You know, so it's like, uh, that's first of all, y'all yeah. stop talking about us, please. You know, we mm -hmm. are going to talk about ourselves because we know. Uh, mm -hmm. So I, 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 yes, I, I, I do feel that difference in in terms of um, hardship for trans women versus trans men, but it's also because mm -hmm. men and women are perceived differently. Uh, you know, we have to keep in mind that for some people, I'm still a guy and you're still a woman. And, uh, as such, you're confused and I'm a freak. So it's like, <laughs> okay, but where we go from there, you know, exactly. what do we do? Like, and I think the whole stigma about trans women being mm -hmm. predators or whatever, I yeah. always, always, always always hated how and i've said it i've used this analogy before but how like <clears throat> when you're in school and all the girls get dress coded because the boys can't keep their shit in their own pants. get me started on that oh my god like it's always the woman's fault and i think of that's just where is. the problem lies too like why the fuck are we coming at trans women for identifying how they see fit when it's the men who need to oh my god but that's I, I but that's can't. the thing that's the thing you know like that's exactly that's the point uh boys cannot keep keep it in their pants seeing like a bit of flesh on the girls and since we're not really women we as well cannot keep it in our pants when we are in women's spaces that's literally what it is you know don't mm -hmm. look further than that just keep it like mm -hmm. i'm still a man and and i'm still sex driven uh to literally try to invade physically or emotionally any space that i'm in because i'm a man and that's that's how they perceive it but then it's like so that's why it's, it's harder like, then you get the transphobes or the fucking whatever being like okay well then what's stopping me from putting on a wig and walking into a girl's restroom bitch exactly I, exactly I robert response. what I is what is preventing you from doing that? Please be my guest. Yeah, Put on a it's wig like, and dress and let's see you. how you walk in those heels for a minute. Like, <laughs> exactly. come on now. <laughs> and I'm like, to that, I'm always like, people would know. Like, people would fucking know of that you're course. not a trans woman because so much more goes into it than just putting on a wig, you f ignorant fuck. Of like, course, of course. But I, I feel like we don't have to specify that here. You know, we know that it's not just the wig and the heels and the... the right all that right it's just that ugh. but that's all that's what it's boiled down to in their eyes mm -hmm. which is just sad sad as fuck mm -hmm. and like instead of asking a trans person okay why why this why that how do you feel it's i'm just gonna assume these things and put it out for the rest of the world to also think because mm -hmm. that's how mm -hmm. america and the world works Love that. I think, yeah, I think another, um, you know, thing where trans men and women have it differently is taking hormones in general and how hormones affect our bodies. Because with testosterone, sure. I know I said it before, I know I said it before, but like 
testosterone for a trans man obviously makes your features more the fuck is the word like just hard and like <laughs> bulkier i don't fucking know the word but like yeah you know i see, I see. They, they, they yeah they masculinize yeah. it more yeah. than although although estrogen does feminize, feminize the body but to a lesser extent i would say or less right. obvious it's, extent it's yeah it's easier to what the fuck is the word like it's easier to harden bulking masculinize english <laughs> what the fuck is the word like it's easy yeah, yeah, it's yeah. easier for trans men to pass is what i'm fucking saying and then the other way yeah exactly then the yeah. other way around yeah. uh i think because it's 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 yeah like you said like you gain more bulk and the features are it's easier in that way for us women it would mm. require a bit more like for instance do you have um for for well as trans guys do you have a uh, masculinization facial surgery is that a thing like do you have like surgery on your face to like make it more masculine it definitely is but i don't know a lot of trans guys who have mm. gone through it i it has to be because testosterone yeah, does a sure. pretty good job at like doing that for you but and that's mm. why a lot of trans women go through the face Blah, 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 surgery. FFS, face <laughs> feminization surgery, yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> That's why a lot of trans women do it because it's harder to soften features than it is. Yeah, you got to shave the bones and all that. So, yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. Um, and like you said, like some of the more immediate, um, I would say, signs of gender identity, such as hair, for instance. Growing facial hair is... Um, a more not natural but like logical um consequence of hormone therapy for trans guys uh the other the other way for trans women it doesn't work like that i uh taking uh, estrogen i'm not gonna start losing my facial hair it's gonna grow mm -hmm. thinner and less well and slower but it's never mm -hmm. gonna go away hence the mm -hmm. laser uh mm -hmm. same with the voice for instance uh for for trans guys most trans guys i i i would say uh the voice is going to drop which gives mm -hmm. us one of the best thing that the inter the internet uh gave us which is uh um those videos of uh that's me my voice one day on testosterone my voice <laughs> one day. i love i fucking love those videos they give me so much euphoria but by proxy, I would say, because I'm like, yeah, you go, man. yeah, you go for it. Like it's just like, <laughs> like yeah, drop that voice. Uh, but no, uh, my voice is still the same after one year of uh, of um, HRT. It's not gonna change unless I do something about it, either by training okay. or surgery. You can do that, which is a mm -hmm. bit, you know, mm -hmm. I don't mind. You know, that's not something that's triggering for me per se. But I would say all those things that you, you know. Facial hair is going to grow and voice is going to drop and, and, and you're going to get a bit a bit more bulky, like you said, makes it faster to pass better. But then again, some trans women, even before HRT, are already passing and right. some other will never pass. And also, who cares at the end of the yeah. day if you pass yeah. it, like who's passing as what? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I you can, you can, yeah. Sorry. No, you're fine. I think from like 
within the trans bubble, all of us know that passing doesn't mean shit. It's mm-hmm. you don't have to pass in order to be trans, and nobody should misgender you. Nobody should treat you differently. If no matter Absolutely. how far along you are in your medical tra- medical transition, but the outside world does not see it that way, and also yeah. a reason why trans women have it harder, which sucks. <laughs> It might make, yeah, it might make it easier, but if I'm being honest, I'd rather pass as myself rather than pass as well as, uh, oh, I don't know, someone like Blair White, for instance. (laughs) Oh my God, don't even. Who I had the utmost pleasure of seeing uh, in uh, the brand new Jubilee video that dropped like a couple hours ago, I think. Oh my God, I love you. I was just about to talk about that. Oh my God. I oh, saw that. I started watching I, it, and I'm like, "No, don't watch that before a podcast about transsexuality, <laughs> because you're gonna be like all right up." And but she talked like for 15 seconds, and I'm like, "Can you just shut the fuck up?" Like, girl, I can't, with that bitch. I only I saw can't. the 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 little 50 second video that Sasha Allen mm-hmm. put out, mm-hmm. who's a trans guy, oh, and mm-hmm. it's just Love him it. talking about mm-hmm. how non-binary people should be a part of the trans community all this man was saying and Blair White was just sitting there making dis- like disgusting faces the entire time at him i put it on my instagram story because like it wasn't even your turn to that. talk like and you're just sitting there being like ah, ah, girl, girl. <laughs> like, who are you like please oh that and that's the so guy, like, I, I think that's the the part that makes makes her so to me so uh illegitimate to talk about anything it's like she hates the idea of, of any kid trying to have the slightest comfort in their gender identity. Girl, didn't you like completely transition before 18 or something? Like, like she's made of plastic. Fuck you. She, she's like, made yeah, of plastic. And good for her. Like, I mean, you do you again, but. But then hates on everybody else. Tell who, me who what I should. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we know. We, you know. <laughs> <laughs> she's. She, I, you know. uh, <laughs> we're just sitting here going, nah, she, 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 yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm just gonna say that that her and Buck just found each other. Honestly, they're like honestly, you know, birds yeah. of a feather, Mama. Birds of a feather. <laughs> they're meant to be. They are mm-hmm. meant to be in the worst possible way. Mm. They should just hook up with uh, Caitlyn Jenner, and then boom. Well, They'd that's definitely there. something I do not want to see. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I remember when Caitlyn Jenner, I was a junior or senior in high school, and I remember when she came out with trans, and I was like, yay, woohoo. Like, same. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, fun. And then she really spoke out. <laughs> and like, that didn't I, go well. I remember that, that, that Vanity Fair cover, um, call, uh, I am Caitlyn, or call me Kate, or whatever. I don't remember the. the, the, the headline, but like, mm-hmm. like, I was like, oh my God, she's hot. Well, she. <laughs> it's hard for me to say now, but right. she was, yeah. she seemed, yeah. you know, I'm like, yeah, you go, like, it's, yeah. oh, how the mighty have fallen, you know. <laughs> right. Just... And then she opened her mouth, and it was downhill from Yeah, her. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm all for letting women speak, but sometimes, if oh, yeah, women, no. can you just filter That it one out? needs to shut up. Just a bit, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I do think... Another uh, aspect in which trans men and trans women differ is dating, mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think since society is harder on trans women, it obviously is going to make it harder for trans women to have a dating life. And Mm -hmm. typically, typically, the dating pool for trans women is men if they're straight women. And that's Mm -hmm. just, that's just horrible because men suck. (laughs) Tell me about it. (laughs) Try to be one was not. (laughs) I am one and I hate it. And I'm, I'm sorry, I have to ask, why? Why? Honestly. Oh, Girl, I don't know. That proves it's not a choice. You think I want to be this. Exactly, exactly. You want, do you think I want to be this? No, I have no choice. You think I want to be lumped in with these people? Ugh, I, hate I it. know, I know, I know. Um, But yeah, I think in that aspect too, trans, trans women have it harder because men suck and also typically trans men typically if they're a straight man the dating pool is women who are most of the time lovely and are more supportive of the trans community and like can see past gender and see past who you used to be and who you are now where cis men have a lot of trouble doing that typically you know what I mean but I have you struggled with dating as a trans woman? Hmm. Big question. I yeah. would. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not so much a, a big question, but it's more like I, I. Actually, I have not, because once I started dating, I met the guy that I'm still with after a couple months. So uh, <laughs> I'm like. So far, so good because I tried <laughs> once and it was a match. So, <laughs> mm, uh, in general, I would say that yes, of course, it's it's something that was extremely hmm. okay. To put it like in another perspective, I had reached the point that I was like, you know what, I'm feeling good with myself. I'm feeling good in my body. If that means I'm gonna stay with my cat for the rest of my life, <laughs> I'm fine. Not that mm-hmm. I've, you know, crossed love and affection and physical attraction out of the, out of the the the, the plan and all that uh, ad, uh, completely. But it was more like I prefer my I, I I prefer me more than I would like to be dating or or having a partner. You know, period. Because at the end of the day, love anybody. Very cliche, but that's I think very true. It's uh, and even even if I don't find anyone else to love, I will at the end of the day will have myself, and I'll be happy with who I am and who I've become because that's who I was meant to be. Uh, And if it's just by myself, then so be it. Mm -hmm. It's all right. You know, it's okay. That's yeah. That's definitely a similarity that I think trans men and women, trans men and women have to go through mm-hmm. when when they accept the fact that they're trans cuz I remember when I was playing around with the thought of being a man and um <clears throat> I I think my biggest concern was what is dating going to be like for me and at the time mm-hmm. I had a girlfriend and that made me want to be like okay you can never leave me because if you leave me Nobody else will love me. 
you know what I mean? Oh yeah, very that, very that. I feel that. Yeah. yeah. And it's then like, it if made, not you, who else? You know. Exactly. Yeah, and it made every breakup after that that much harder because it was like, okay, we're done. Okay, now this time, there's no yeah. one else. You know. Yeah. I was lucky this enough time. to find like a second, maybe a third one. Like, yeah. okay, it's over. Exactly. <laughs> I get it. You get it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And like, it just obviously they keep coming. So like, it's it's obviously. there are good people out there that see past gender and everything so like to all the trans people out there that's not true Mm -hmm. there are people out there who will love you for you Mm -hmm. but definitely i do think that since society is just crueler to trans women in general the dating life has to be harder and that's sad yeah yeah, and also there's uh, again we go back to the uh, the image of your own self and the way that you think you're going to be perceived. Um, there, it's very recent, <clears throat> in my knowledge and 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 from what from what from what I've seen, sorry, that the trans feminine body is a bit more perceived as something desirable than something either <laughs> fetish fetish fet- mm-hmm. how do you say that <laughs> fetishized, fetishized. Yeah. thank you <laughs> fetishized or plain disgusting you know it's like either or it's like either the oh, two I extremes wanna... yeah the two extremes basically what it is and, and it doesn't and... make sense <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not and and to find representation and then actual people who tell you or to make you feel that no you are uh, desirable you are worth being loved and 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 yeah beautiful mm-hmm. inside and out even more beautiful now that the outside match the inside mm-hmm. it's it's just great uh mm-hmm. but we're i i feel we're just starting to see it now you mm-hmm. know because mm-hmm. And, and, and yeah, makes so that's what makes to me dating uh, as a woman, or at least feel attractive, difficult. It's that there's going to be a moment when the truth is going to unfold, and it's going to be like, oh no, actually no, I'm not, I'm not gay. I'm like, mm. well, good, neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah. definitely hard, especially when starting out dating you know what i mean because i came out in a relationship as trans mm-hmm. and felt comfortable and wasn't worried until that breakup and then you're it's like you're let go into the real world and it's like oh my god <laughs> what am i gonna do <laughs> but obviously we should all love ourselves first but we're all human and we all look for validation in other people you know what i mean absolutely and it comes it comes it might take a while but it comes it does. It does. I think feeling safe in public places is also mm. something similar and different for trans men and women because I feel safer now that I identify as ma- as a man in public places most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> I want to clarify. Again, most very, like, of yeah, the time. exactly. <laughs> I feel safer because like I can walk alone in the dark. I can walk home alone and not feel like I'm going to get snatched mm-hmm. where women and trans women can't. 
and I used to feel that way. I used to be petrified to walk home alone. And just the fact that what that I inject myself with a hormone every two weeks means that I get to do that. I get to feel safe. That's absurd. Yeah. Absurd. So, so very that. <laughs> I mean, I completely agree. And, and, and I think that's one of the, uh, I wouldn't call it a perk, but, you know, to have experienced both, you really realize how, I don't know, it, it, it's, it's, it's just like it's, it's, it's made of nothing, the way that you're perceived in, in a public place, the way you act, the way you um, inhabit the space is completely constructed. I am the same person that I was when I was walking down the streets as a guy or, you know, what was passing for a guy mm -hmm. <laughs> as I am uh, now as a woman. But the, different, the difference is now I'm the one crossing the street when it's too late at night and I can hear someone behind me. I'm not the one who sees someone crossing the street. When I know that I'm not going to, you know, right. try to be violent or, or you know, mm -hmm. attack. Uh, right. someone I would never and it's also it's hurtful when you're a guy or and 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 that that you see that you're perceived as a menace as a threat mm -hmm. when you're just trying to go home you know it's mm -hmm. like and again it's it's a very minor inconvenience compared to right. walking home and be like I might die <laughs> 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 that's different that's a, that's an actual level of uh, fear uh, mm -hmm. but it's more like, can you give me a chance to just like, not think that I'm any other guy? I just want to go home, you know, don't How have is... that problem anymore, but it's the other yeah. one that I have now. <laughs> How has that been for you? Like that change of being the one people were afraid of in public places or walking home alone at night mm -hmm. to now being the one who is afraid? Again, it's, it's, it's layered because before, yes, I was the one that people were scared of. Mm -hmm. Again, huge, like, quotation right. marks, whatever, because, like, I mean, hello. <laughs> but it, it's, it's more like I was already scared, you know. Mm -hmm. I, can, yeah. I, I can see you cross the street or walk faster or pull out your phone because you know what, you want to pretend to be on the phone with your girlfriend and all that. And mm -hmm. I, I, I see you, girl. I see you. I see what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But I'm also scared. <laughs> yeah, right. But you don't see me being scared. You know what I mean? <laughs> now it's like, okay, now we can walk together because you're not scared of me anymore. Mm -hmm. We're just both scared. <laughs> Basically, what I'm saying is you're not you know, a um, cishet guy, you're not scared of anything. <laughs> right, yeah. And that means that you're not paying attention. And uh, <laughs> that you're part of the problem. <laughs> yeah, right. Do you ever find yourself forgetting? Because, like, I'll walk, not that I, like, walk down the street alone at night, but, like, <laughs> as an example. like nowadays. <laughs> but, like, if I were to do that, mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes I would forget and like there would be a woman walking in front of me who was probably petrified that I was behind her and was going to kill her or snatch her up or something. Yeah. <clears throat> and I would forget that she would be afraid of me. Mm. And then every bone in my body would want to be like, I'm trans. You're fine. Like, I know your struggle, but the I can't do that. You know what I mean? Like that goes against everything. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. That, okay. That's, 
that's very reminds me of yeah me pre-transition being like okay so i'm gonna walk extra fast but like being so fucking gay 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 <laughs> that she cannot see me as even remotely sexual you know <laughs> like there's it's not even a threat you know it's like it's like it's 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 a welcome yeah right <laughs> but Just uh, up the gay. yeah do, do i do i forget about yeah exactly do i forget about uh I don't know. Now, now I, I just try to, like you said, like, first of all, who walks late at night by themselves? Mm-hmm. We try not to. And, um, and when I do, I, it's fine. I walk fast. I got long legs. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't forget about it. I, I would say I'm reminded of it if, if I would say like, like bathrooms are a bit more complicated because I'm sometimes questioning my possibility to go to the bathroom even though no one cares most of the time mm-hmm. but then again then again i tend to try to go out in queer spaces so of course no one cares mm-hmm. um but yeah in some spaces i'm like Ooh, yeah am i you know i'm good i'm fine i'm always fine you know it's it's it's, it's, right. it's a you problem it's not me mm-hmm. but it's not very nice to feel that you're perceived like that no oh, yeah and it's absolutely absurd that people normal people you and me being the normal people have to worry about if we're gonna get murdered when we go to the bathroom especially for you especially for you like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or go on a date you know exactly am i gonna go home and if mm-hmm. so in one piece you know it's, <laughs> it's it's part of the okay that's part of the hardships of of uh trans women dating it's like hmm once we go to the bedroom am i gonna go out of it exactly yeah exactly when you have to worry about you know Mm -hmm. a normal human experience that everybody goes through Mm -hmm. everyone goes to the bathroom everybody dates and for us mainly for you we have to worry about am i gonna die at the end of this date exactly am i I gonna be stabbed in the bathroom I don't, and I mean, of course, I think women have to worry about these things for sure, cis women, but like. No, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But that's, that's, that's why I'm getting more and more tired of people being like, oh, you're so like strong and resilient. And I'm like, I don't want to. You're yeah. making me, you're <laughs> making me having to be strong and resilient and, 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 and overcoming hardships. I, I just want to go to the bathroom because <laughs> I want to <laughs> pee, that's yeah. all. You're the one you making know? me have to be brave. Exactly. Like, I don't want to be, be brave. So I just I just want a boyfriend and, 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 and go to the grocery store and, and, and mind my own business. <laughs> Fuck's yep. sake, you know. <laughs> no, it's 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 wild. Have you I guess you said you go to more queer spaces, but have you mm-hmm. dealt or experienced feeling unsafe in public places as a trans woman? Um, not so far. Again, it's just been a year of like full on presenting privately, professionally, like everywhere, more Mm -hmm. womanly. Um, Mm -hmm. not really. I try to, and I know some people might be like, oh, so you just hang out with people like you because like, you know, it's giving, it's giving sect or whatever. No, it's giving safe. It's giving. Mm-hmm. It's giving like-minded people who are not pieces of shit, you know. Right. And uh, I don't mind trying to educate the masses, whatever that means. 
but there's a moment where I just want to chill with my friends and we're going to go to places that makes that make everyone feel welcome and 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 where people there are not going to look at you because you go to a certain bathroom presenting a certain way mm-hmm. you know I still have a habit to go to very more you know gay male coded places mm-hmm. which so far has been good but at some point I was like okay am I still in the right place you know when you're dancing surrounded by shirtless daddies in leather gear and i'm like hmm, maybe i don't really belong here anymore but i feel good you know no yeah i i relate to that because like i still find myself it's weird though because i growing up i hung out with all boys as i was growing up and then when i came out as trans realized that all my friends were girls Mm-hmm. So now I'll be in like all girls spaces and I'm like, hang on a second. I have to like remind the myself. Nothing, nothing. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, uh, I don't, but that is just where I feel more comfortable. So, yeah. Hey, yeah. if it works, if you feel safe, if you feel good. Exactly. Exactly. Um, for our last little segment here, something new, a very sure. an episode where all new things are happening. Um, oh, love that. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, New segment, questions from viewers. Uh, we said two before from Bailey and Midnight Thoughts. Uh, but a couple other ones. We have about four here. Uh, the first one is from Tabcat, who is also a trans woman in the Discord. Oh. Uh, yeah, I think she's actually going to be a future guest, which I'm very excited for. Oh, uh, but she asks, she goes, ask her meaning you, ask her if she has ever experienced sexism. If so, what kind of things does she think or worry about that she did not have to do when she had male privilege? I guess that kind of ties into what we were just talking about a little bit. <laughs> Something that I've noticed, not that I'm very assertive as a person, but I'm definitely been listened to less than I was before. <laughs> Like I said, let women speak. Mm-hmm. Please do, including trans women. <laughs> yeah. And I think it, it goes with the loss of privilege, you know, um, being able to walk around any public place because you're male presenting mm-hmm. and then you lose that privilege. Uh, then again, being able to, in a, in a crowd of people, to take the lead of speaking talking and say what you want to say and people are going to listen to you or not going to interrupt you or right. be like yeah yeah sure but you know they're not mm-hmm. really listening to you brush you off um oh mansplaining hate that <laughs> fucking hate that do not <laughs> mm. you know fun fact i've never have i said this at the podcast i don't think so but before I came up with the name HRT uh-huh. for the podcast, I was going to call it transplaining. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the, that was the first segment idea. or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Transplain of the day or I don't know. Yeah. yeah right. But yeah, yeah, I think even I, all men do it. Trans men, cis men, all the men. Oh yeah, you're men the worst. Because <laughs> <laughs> you I should know better. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> No, deadass. Uh, that's why I have a podcast. Come on. <laughs> you and every other what guy. 
<laughs> Dude, I hate that. I hate that. It's like a stigma that cis men <laughs> I, all have, like are just men in general have podcasts, and I'm just like, okay, guys, but, but you- I'm different. I'm I'm different because I'm trans. I know, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but every time, like, do you really think what you're saying is worth hearing? Oh, like, God, <laughs> I know. Anyway. And most most of the cis men who have podcasts are like transphobic, mm. homophobic. Think that women oh, are please, please. less than. Yeah, that's just all they have to talk about. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would definitely say mansplaining. I yeah yeah for sure. yeah stuff like that. Um... But in general, no, I don't think so. But hey, it's just been a year. So many more opportunities exactly. for misogyny. Yeah. Fun. Excited. Uh, the next one is from Miles. Uh, maybe if she feels comfortable to answer, what was it like for her to get on HRT? I'm friends with a trans woman, and she said it was fairly easy for her to get on estrogen. I know there's a bit of a difference between getting on T versus getting on E, since one is a controlled substance and the other isn't. So I'm assuming that person means um, access to HRT and and. Yeah, maybe like I think so. Well, okay, okay, okay. So I okay my in my situation. So I think if I'm not wrong, that it's covered by um, health um, provincial healthcare insurance uh, in in Quebec. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to go through the usual of like you know wait lists and um, referrals. Mm. you know, uh, shrink letters and, you know, kind of like the whole shebang of justifying why you are so miserable that you need that. Mm. I was uh, uh, 32 and uh, already impatient (laughs) to get on E. So uh, I literally Googled HRT with trans women, Montreal. First uh, link was the doctor that I'm still seeing to this day. Shout out to uh, Dr. Gabriel Landry. Was amazing uh and it's private clinic so not covered uh but her idea is basically i have the professional expertise and you have the emotional expertise of what you want so let's work together and it literally took one visit to be like hey this is my situation let's sign all the paperwork and all that and i came out of it an hour later with a prescription really which wow. under other circumstances even i would be like that's too easy (laughs) that's too accessible and you know we know how some people feel about accessibility of uh, hrt and Mm -hmm. stuff like that uh but then again she also works with uh you know people who are not minors and Mm -hmm. um yeah and i like the fact that she's like you're the best person to tell me what you feel like so i'm gonna judge if you're legit in a way and and then we'll work from there so it was fairly easy for me um, and then covered by my insurance. So, and for you, as it should be, like you were what thirty two, thirty three. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you are well over the age of knowing who you are and what you want, and people should listen to that and just believe you. Very that. <laughs> like, Very it that. shouldn't be that hard. The mm-hmm. you know the letting kids transition is a completely other yeah, thing that I'm not talking exactly. about when it comes to that. But like when you're of mm-hmm. age you know you best and that's how it should mm-hmm. be in my mm-hmm. my personal opinion agreed agreed <clears throat> but 
I didn't even know for the longest time that testosterone was a controlled substance and estrogen wasn't. Did not I had know. no idea until I yeah. saw the question. I'm like, wait, is it? <laughs> Whoopsies. Um, but so if I'm getting it right, I just want to make sure I got it right. You did right. you have to go to uh, like a gender therapist at all, or you just no. you just went to the doctor and were like, this is me? No, it like was that. just a schedule an appointment. We met, uh, signed so many papers of like, do you mm -hmm. understand that some, um, <laughs> dare I say, some damages are irreversible? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I said, yes, <laughs> and I want those damages. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it, it, jokes aside, yeah, it was like, oh, do you fully understand what it means? consent forms blah 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 blah, and that's it good that's how it should be and then of course follow up follow ups every first it was like every month then every three months then like every four weeks and whatever mm -hmm. you know and now it's like yearly so it's good yeah because like you really think i needed to go through six months of gender therapy for her to tell me oh yeah you are trans like I, I <laughs> oh wow my god <laughs> i never never would have thought never would have thought no dead ass. Thank God you're here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next one is from Eli. Um, I think this is more of a question for the both of us, I think. Um, how do you feel about the older generation using not being brought up that way? Or in my time, we didn't have all these gender genders as an excuse to not use proper names and pronouns. Well, not great. <laughs> not good. <laughs> I, I call bullshit. I call bullshit. It's giving, uh, it's giving boomer, but in the worst possible meaning of the, 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 the word, it's giving, mm -hmm. what do you mean you're not going to have, um, um, what do you call that? Um, school debt, you know? Yeah. I had to go through that, so you should too. It's like, oh, but don't you want our lives to be easier than yours? Like, I... I I will fight till the day I die for the ones after me to have it easier than I did. And I had it easy, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like, well, easy ish, you know, it's fine. It's fine. Right. You know? <laughs> but it's, it's, it, I'm like, no, 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 have it easier. And the next one, even easier until it's not even hard right. anymore. And I think that generation lost that sense because that's how it should be and how I thought mm. everybody thought it should be that we're just trying to make lives easier for the next generation. And I think boomers, I guess, were gung ho on that theory and that belief. But then all of a sudden it's, Oh, in my, my back in my day, blah, 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 blah. okay. Back in your day, what times have changed? Like it's called evolution. Okay. <laughs> Might not believe in it, but <laughs> <laughs> It's, yeah, uh, I mean, to, yeah, going back to that uh, one um, brilliant actor, uh, Buck Angel, it, it's very like, yeah, oh, back in my day, we were actual transsexuals. You know, it's like, okay, girl, I mean. Oh, my God. Okay, good, good for you. And it's like, I understand to a certain extent people who are like so, um, again, hung up into the, hung onto their, pain and the suffering that they had to go through that is like but why did you have it easier than i did why couldn't i have it easier mm -hmm. why did i have to wait this long it was this hard for me to start transitioning and i had to have all the surgery because there was no other option and now you can just say it that's unfair i didn't want it i didn't really want it 
but I had to. So that I can understand. Mm-hmm. But when is it my fault that I have it easier than you did? Exactly. You know? And I so. think also, like, to the, in my time, we didn't have all these genders. Uh, you did. You just, you didn't know. Like, you 100% trans people were a thing when you were a child. Like, non-binary exactly. people were a thing yeah. when you were a child. Now mm-hmm. we just have the guts to actually come out and do something about it. Like, mm-hmm. that's the only thing that's different. Like, mm-hmm. been there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, last one is from mm-hmm. Jack in the Box 52596 from Discord. This was interesting, honestly. Um, <clears throat> he goes, I'm wondering if slash how often trans women face misogyny at the hands of trans men in the trans community. I met my fair share of misogynistic mm-hmm. trans men. This is a good question. That is an excellent question. Um, I'm going to be honest, I don't know a lot of trans guys, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, online, I didn't really see a lot of uh, misogyny from them. Um, I don't think so, at least. Mm-hmm. I... I don't know. Have you Have you ever, like, yeah, maybe you know more trans guys than I do, and maybe you've heard some words, some... Yeah. Or seen some acts that have been, you know, unbecoming. Yeah, not very. I haven't. I have met maybe one or mm. two trans guys who were just a conundrum because mm-hmm. what the fuck? Uh, how are you going to be transphobic to another trans person? Um, definitely yeah. interesting to see, but what it, it all it is. Just like from a cis person, it comes from a place of insecurity. I've seen it so close to me. Like, you are trying so hard to put women down because you see cis men doing it. You are trying Mm -hmm. too hard to be cis. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. You are trying to hate women because it's the cool thing to do right now for cis men. Mm -hmm. That's the Mm -hmm. only fucking reason. And it's disgusting. It's even (laughs) worse for... I... Uh, that's such a topic. Like, I would hate tr- a trans man compared to a cis man who hated, who, who was transphobic or disgusting towards women more than I would hate a cis man because you should fucking know better. Mm. You have lived half a life like that. Exactly. Like, ugh. Exactly. Ugh. Exactly. Yeah. Don't try to be cisser than the cis, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an ass. I, yeah. I've 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 met one or two trans men who mm-hmm. it, it, you should know better because it's coming from a place of insecurity. You're trying so hard to be cis, and that's what I hate. Like, mm-hmm. I I've said it so but many times. Of, sorry. No, go ahead. I, yeah, I think, yeah. But kind of like going back to uh, to you know some trans women who are you know again cisser than the cis, and it's like oh, but I like I I I pass so well, and I've done all the good things that you know. Oh, you tried to be like a woman? No, you're not. You're not. I am, and I know. But it's like, ah, girl. <laughs> yeah. No. No, it's 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 not right because, and I said it in like my past three episodes. But why? Why would you want to be cis? Why would you want to come off like a cis man? Like it's just a conundrum to me because, like, typically women in this day and age, we're on the hate cis men train. And I'm not saying that I'm on that train, but (laughs) I mean, 
why would you want to come off that way when you want mm-hmm. to be different and more desirable towards women? Like, I don't know. I don't yeah. get it. And I never have. Yeah. In my opinion, it's like, you have no right to like be a part of the trans community then because you're clearly, you see men at a higher standard mm-hmm. than women. So like, when, what? <laughs> Which, first of all, why? <laughs> why, oh, where, why? And, and, and when? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. It's, 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 it's twisted because I think it also stems of, from a lot of, uh, you know, so self-hatred. And, and if I can point to someone that's going to be hated more than I am already, then I'll be okay. You know, kind of like, mm-hmm. why are they gay conservatives, you know? Or, or, or uh, I don't know, people of color who are racist, you know, it kind of like defeats the point of like, but you don't see that you're going to be next in line in a way, you know what I mean? Um, and mm-hmm. it's like, but as long as 100%. I point the figure at the finger, it's not being pointed at me, you know, and okay, but thank you, <laughs> first <Yeah>. of all. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it's, it's just really... Um, yeah, it's just pushing the inevitable that eventually you're also going to have your rights as passing as you are to be stripped away from you and and being pointed as the guy in a wig, mm. play white. Mm. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I don't know. And like it, at the end of the day, I say it all the time, but it, everything, everything in this world, I'm telling you, comes from insecurity everything oh yeah it's all it is all it is so just love yourself a little bit more and i promise you you'll be a nicer person oh it goes such a long way yeah uh where are we we are ooh, one hour and 59 minutes and 47 oh, seconds in okay that, that feels like a good place to end it um but before sure. we go uh trans song of the week Yes. I asked you what your favorite song is mm-hmm. when it comes to your transition. And yep. you said, It's Okay to Cry by Sophie. Tell me Absolutely. about that song. Absolutely. Uh, doesn't sound very joyful. But <laughs> let me tell you about this song. And a bit more about Sophie, who's uh, just so perfect. This song, why did I choose this song? It's because to me, um, and especially when I was starting my transition up until now it is i would equate that to radical acceptance of yourself it's Mm. um like i know that you do that thing of like oh the favorite lyric or like the one that speaks to you the 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 most i saw the one that you chose and obviously it's the one that i chose as well uh but you know it When she says that, uh, I, I, I think that your inside is your best side. It's just like mm. dysphoria gone, gender mm-hmm. trans. Like, <laughs> of course, of course, your inside is your best side because it's your real side, you know. And and yeah. and it's once you get rid of all the rest, what's left? It's it's your true side, your true self. And and to me, it's like, yeah, it's okay to cry because you 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 you're going through a lot so again Mm -hmm. self-love and self-acceptance and 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 also just simply be unapologetically radically yourself Mm -hmm. um and that's why i also really like the music video that goes with it because it's the 
so Sophie was a um, producer, DJ, Scottish, uh, trans woman, uh, mm -hmm. brilliant, brilliant musician. She basically carried the whole of, uh, of um, hyperpop on her back and her shoulder and all that, oh, yeah. you know, she worked with uh, Charlie XCX and, 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 and Kim Petras and like a bunch of, you know, those mm -hmm. people and uh, her sound is scattered now everywhere. And I love it. Mm -hmm. uh, and that music video was the first time that she publicly showed her face and her body because she's basically naked on the video and like showing her, mm -hmm. her chest and all that. And I'm just like, she, so beautifully herself mm -hmm. and again radically trans and goes back to like we don't see trans bodies being celebrated enough you know um it's oh, like trans. i want to see more guys with with uh top surgery scars you know i want to see more trans women with bulges i want to see uh you know gender fucked people being Gender fucked, <laughs> and, uh, and that to me was like, yeah, yeah, that's definitely, definitely it. I didn't even know that that was her, that music video was her first time, like kind of, yeah, showing yep. she the had world. A, a, she was. Yeah, she had a bit of a backlash because her name Sophie, you know, uh, mm -hmm. but she 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 was a man back then, mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of people were like, okay, so you're a, a very influential producer hiding behind mm. a female name, but you're a guy, you mm. know, the good old forcing yourself to come out when you're not mm. ready. And, uh, and she did it on her own terms and she was beautiful for it. Wow. Yeah. She sadly passed away a couple of years ago. Uh, but yeah, I did not know that. Never and I forgotten. read, I read how she passed away and I was like, Oh my God, she fell. I, don't know right? if it's, I have no idea if I find it beautiful or just completely stupid. No, <laughs> it's like, oh my god, the, the moon is so pretty. Let me go on the rooftop, and she fell. Like, yeah, but like yeah. so, so uh, you know, it, it just makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> it no, just yeah. makes sense some for some reason. But yeah, it's very sad because uh, her career was cut short, and she had so much more to give. I think she so. did. No, yeah, <clears throat> and I mm -hmm. didn't know much. I knew her name. And that she was trans, but I didn't know much of her before you yeah. uh, showed me the song. But I watched that music video and I was like, damn, like, damn, like, mm -hmm. and maybe to like a ignorant cis person, that video wouldn't mean much because she's standing there just singing the lyrics the whole time. But to a That's trans it. person, green screen and, and just her you know, half naked and just like feeling herself, whatever. And it's like, okay. And, but to me, it's like, whoa, that's, exactly. That's, that's yeah. powerful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You also talked about right? another song too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cause I could not choose between <laughs> it's okay to cry and immaterial. And if it's okay to cry is to me, radical self-acceptance and self-love um, immaterial is what it feels like, like to get uh, on estrogen. <laughs> that's mm. like a shot of hormones literally put into your bloodstream because it's just like oh that's what it feels like when you just get rid of anything physical and just transcend mm. pun intended to just who you are and mm -hmm. nothing else matters and that is I mean I I've cried that. many times to those songs <laughs> <laughs> of course. Oh, crying to my mu to crying to my music 
if I could cry. Mm-hmm. But I remember just mm-hmm. when I was able to cry, a good song, uh, uh, the best. I think but my favorite lyrics Cody, from... It is okay to cry. Ah, there we go. Full circle. <laughs> Full circle moment. <clears throat> I think my favorite lyrics from Immaterial, if, correct me if I'm wrong, I think this is right, um, was, but I accept you and I don't even need to know your reasons. Which I think. Oh, that's uh, yeah. From uh, it's okay to cry. Uh, it is okay. I couldn't. I couldn't yeah, choose yeah, yeah. between it's, the this two. one. Yeah, that's yeah, what. Yeah. That's what it was. And I couldn't choose between it's the good. two. It's good. It's good though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, great songs. Thank you for showing me them. I appreciate it. My pleasure. My pleasure. Um. Now, first of all, your handle on Instagram. I <laughs> saw the handle. I think. I think it was. Our second episode, I think it was my second episode that I put out, and I saw your comment on it, and I was like, I'm going to remember. I'm going to remember that Instagram handle, and I did. (laughs) What is your Instagram handle so people can follow you? Listen, I tried it when when I did try it, and I was shocked that it was not already taken, and I will not let it go. Uh, It is gender underscore destroyer. Gender um, destroyer. Yeah, I know, right? It's so cool. <laughs> uh, on all socials, it. but mainly like j- just Instagram and Blue Sky. If anyone's on there, I am. Um, hope it's gonna take off because X is not giving anymore. So no, it is really not giving anymore. Nope. <laughs> like I thought about making a Twitter for HRT, and then I was like, you know what? Um, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, make sure you follow uh, you on gender oh, on gender destroyer. No, on Instagram <laughs> at gender destroyer. Uh, greatest fucking handle I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and follow me on TikTok and Instagram mm-hmm. at HRT Podcast. Uh, I post on there every single day, even though I may be annoying anyone. I don't care. Um, and follow me or subscribe to me on Patreon as well. I would really appreciate it. And make sure you please, please, please join the Discord server. We have over 100 people in there so far, and it just keeps growing. And so if you're lonely and looking for someone to just be your friend, there's a million friends in there for you. So just please join the Discord server, become a part of the fam. I'd appreciate it. And subscribe to me here. I post every Tuesday. Like, comment, because I need that engagement if I want to keep putting out quality content. So I'd appreciate it. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much it, guys. Uh, thank you for watching. And Ulrich, I appreciate you for being on today. Oh, my God. My thank pleasure. So it was a lovely time. Thank you so much, Woody. Thank you. Yay, the first trans woman to be on HRT. It's going down in the history Woo. books. Woo! All right. Let's thanks so much, great. guys. I'll see you guys next week. Let's go. Bye.